0: If you're speaking to the sports fan listens to our show, those are the people that are going to the games that do care. It's
1: embarrassing. Who would you replace and him with? That's over my pay grade. Well, okay. so is firing him, but you didn't no, have no, any wait hesitation minute, wait with
0: that. Steve carries himself with a lot of dignity, truth. Thank you for everything. He doesn't take days off. He's one of those guys that he's out there every game. If there's a new
1: type of broom out, it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> are you Googling it? Oh! Protect you know, our radio talent. You two are ridiculous. This is Orange Nation with
2: Stephen Fonti and Polly Sabilia.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Polly Sabillia. I'm Stephen Fonte. as we welcome you into a Friday edition of Orange Nation. We made it through another week here on the show. We've got three guests lined up for you coming up at twelve fifteen. We'll be joined by Kevin Wall from News Magician as we talk some SU football. Uh, the team set to leave for Athens, Ohio, a week from today, and uh, tonight fans will get their first look at the 2021 Orange Fan Fest set to be held. Inside the Dome. So we'll talk some SU football with Kevin Wall at 12.15. And then in hour number two, we've got Pat McKenna, Senior Director of Communications at Saratoga Racecourse. He'll join us uh, to talk all things horse racing. And then at one thirty, Ryan Kramer, sports wagering expert from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, will come on with us uh, to share his thoughts on all things sports gambling. We'll mix in your phone calls at any time, 315 315-
1: 4377644 How are you today, Polly? I am doing great, Steve. A little little tired. Grandpa was out late watching a I'm aware. Watching some old R&B act perform. How was it? It was amazing. They were really good. Yeah. Had uh Brittany from the office with us and uh Jordan. What and did Jordan think? Jordan was uh it was an interesting experience for him, him cuz his only point of reference for Biv DeVoe was hearing Doomy and poison right and when they 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 did a lot of new additions i was going to ask you about that did they yeah they did a lot of new addition stuff and he's like why are their voices so high i was like because they were like yeah 10 and 12 when they <laughs> right. were doing that and he's like there's no way they're hitting those high notes anymore and i go no i yeah you're probably right i doubt that and then they did can you stand the rain and uh when will i see you smile again and it was like he was impressed by their uh their voices and their talent their talent range of those guys was insane. And, you know, and the one thing I took away from it, they're my age, a little bit older, and they can dance, They like, they're still dancing like they did yeah. on stage back then, which was impressive. What did they open with? Because I know we had talked about that yesterday. That girl that. is dope. Okay. Followed by I Thought It Was Me. And then Do Me, and I was like, "Well, this concert's over already." (laughs) And then then they went into all the new edition stuff, and it was very fun. It was very interactive. They invited people up to sing Mister Telephone Man out of the crowd. Yeah, Um, they had people come up on stage and dance with them. It was great.
0: Did you? uh, Did you send? Your boy Mike text afterwards. Good show, good I show. Break a leg, P. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pete, Love you, P. Pete,
1: Paul, Polly, P. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw on Twitter today that uh, that today is the
1: 37th anniversary of Cool It Now being released back in '84. Wow, so. they did that. Yeah, they did Cool It Now, and, and it was fun. People were dancing and jamming. The funniest thing Jordan said to me last night: I kind of, we were kind of on the outskirts watching in. I didn't want to be in the big crowd. And he goes, Is this what it's like when you're old at a concert? You just stand here, (laughs) stand off to the side and watch it. I go, Yep. Tap your feet. This is it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Um, We got to make it our mission to get them to an SU basketball game somehow, somehow. We're already on it. All right, good. Let's make that happen.
1: Um, How cool would that be? We know some people behind this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's make that happen.
0: all right, I, I barely made it on time, uh, so I, this is just a, like a public service announcement. If anybody needs to drive uh, 690 West through the city of Syracuse, um, there's there's a huge backup. I didn't see any sort of accident, so maybe it was an accident a while ago, and they they cleaned it up, and you know maybe this is only going to be going on for uh, another little while longer, but there is a, a long backup. So I, I made it uh, just in time uh, to start the show here. Um, so just keep that in mind. Give yourself a few extra minutes if you're I, if you're heading 690 West through Syracuse.
1: I was going to uh, come on the show and open up by myself because you were late, and I asked Jacob, who the whole office got caught in this traffic. By yeah. the way, Jacob, Katie, everybody was late to work today, and I go, Jacob, what was it on 690 or 81, 89? <laughs> he's not from here, and he's just right. dropping numbers on me. And he he said 80, 80 and then he, I had. He had me convinced it was eighty one, and then you okay. just come on and dropped it was on 690.
0: It was definitely six ninety for me anyway. Six ninety, <laughs> six ninety west coming into the city. Uh, I mean, it's backed up several exits uh,
1: past Midler, so um, it was. Uh, it took it took a little bit, and that made me. Before we get sportsy on you, the that made me think of one more thing that happened last night. Uh, Bell from Bell Biv DeVoe, yeah, completely screwed up what year it was and where he was last night. Is I, that right? Yeah. Called it New York City, said it's 2020, but they did drop a bomb on us last night. New Edition has a uh, Las Vegas uh, run going, Is starting that right? in 2022. Is that right? That'll, that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, yeah. And he said they'll be back in Syracuse as New Edition. He made that announcement last night. That's big. Yeah. Next next fair, hopefully. I hope he's not counting on us to get up here <laughs> to do the. To do the anthem or anything. All right, we'll figure it out. Very cool. Very cool. Um,
0: All right, so we're going to talk some SU football, obviously, uh, on the show today. Um, You know, preseason camp, either officially or unofficially, drew to a close yesterday. I mean, I know they've got, you know, technically they've got this one last practice tonight, um, but that's not really a part of camp. This is just a fun showcase for the fans tonight inside the Dome uh, to interact with them a little bit. And then, uh, and then, game week preparations start. I mean, after tonight, they are behind closed doors. So up until now, uh, you know, the media we've been able to go in, watch them practice for you know fifteen minutes, half hour, whatever it is, you know, stretch, go through some drills, just kind of some light workouts. Uh, But after tonight, it's all behind closed doors. It's all about getting ready for Ohio. It's all about game week preparations, Um, and we'll get to some of this as the show moves along, but. You know some news to pass along from earlier today. Uh, Dino Babers was on with Packer and Durham on the ACC network, um, and he essentially said that uh, that the the quarterback announcement is going to be made day of. It's going to be a game time decision. Nobody's going to find out until um, uh, you know until they trot out there. Against Ohio on September fourth doesn't shock anybody. I mean, what a huge
1: advantage they get.
0: Well, we've been we've been discussing that, right? That I mean, there's really, to me, I've expected this all along, and I know you said it's Ohio. Just say who you're starting at quarterback. I I expected this all along, but Dino didn't come out and say it.
1: Say it, but he said it without saying it uh, this morning on Packer and Durham. The the thing is, is they may be he may not be sure. You know, I hope that's not the situation and he's been bluffing about somebody's taking the lead, and he doesn't know. But, uh, sure, if we're in that spot as Syracuse football, that that's got to uh, happen, then so be it. That's where we are. I would be very surprised if Tommy DeVito
0: doesn't trot out there first. Yes. Um, I am genuinely interested, though, to see how much Garrett Schrader we see. Um, You know, and and Dino made it sound like, you know, the first couple games – First few games, maybe you know, maybe it's the non-conference slate. Might be a an audition, you know, for for Garrett Schrader. Um, I do think we're going to see him. Like I don't think Dino's, you know, I, I said yesterday on the show that I think there's some gamesmanship, and I guess what I meant by that is, you know, he's he's able to throw. You know, both quarterbacks are going to play, and then Ohio's got to prepare for both. I genuinely think we're going to see both. I just my personal. This is just my gut feeling. My personal gut feeling is we're going to see a lot of Tommy DeVito, either unless he's unaffected or if the game is out of reach, and then we may see more Garrett Schrader. I think we're going to see some Garrett Schrader sprinkled in, but my personal opinion is this is Tommy DeVito's offense until we see otherwise.
1: Right, and we thought that too. Was it Wester? It was... What, what game was that? was it western Michigan when they were on the road and Tommy DeVito kind of just got a series in the middle of the game oh, right, randomly yeah. so I didn't know who, where you're going with that knows, but yeah right who knows if they're gonna do that yeah that's true you know that could that could happen um I hope not I'm on the same wavelength as you that's if someone's playing well ride it if they're not let's try and get them knock the rust off and get going and, and if they're ineffective, at the end of the game, or really late in the game, and you still got a chance. Maybe then you make a, you change. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm genuinely interested to see how much the last Garrett thing- Trader is in the actual game plan. The last thing this team needs, and you're going to have one all year, no matter what. But you, is to have people questioning the quarterback position all year long, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want Devito, or you know. Either one of them just go out and win it. And you know what? Uh Garrett
0: Schrader essentially said that yesterday, right? I mean, Garrett Schrader said, I uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not a fan of a two quarterback system. Like you, you want one guy to be able to go out there and you know, you're saying whether it's me or him, like I just think I think it's better uh, you right. know, to, to have one guy get in a rhythm because you're right. I mean, once you start trying to force another guy into the mix, then you know, the the starter uh, you know, you run the risk that the starter and the offense in general, not just the starter, but the unit loses some of its rhythm and loses some of its momentum. So, uh, I've never been a, a fan of the the two quarterback system either. You know, we discussed yesterday briefly about you know the Saints, like the what the Saints have going, like that works. Like Taysom Hill knows his role; he's very good at his role, and he provides something. Um, but. If you're in a situation where you have two quarterbacks, they have different skills and you're not quite sure, you know, which one fits your like I I think that's that could be dangerous. Um, you know, that could be counterproductive. But if you know, if the guys know what they do and they do it well and you play to those strengths, then you know, it can work. And again, I use the New Orleans Saints as, as the example. So we'll have to see how this whole thing plays out, but um and we'll talk more about this as the show. I don't want to deal with
1: the fans. All year, you don't want. I to. want somebody to earn the spot and just run with it. I don't want to deal with that all year. It's good for sports make, talk radio, though. But just make my life easy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be the Kadari Richmond of <laughs> of football. It'd be like if Garrett Schrader
0: transferred to like what's a Rutgers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Although Rutgers is Syracuse. Syracuse is basically Seton Hall of football. Yeah, so right. It's right. It's it's,
0: it, right. it's, it's, it's a good. tough comparison. It's you a tough comparison. I
1: do want to hit on one thing, Steve, from uh, the fan fest that uh, they're they're requ- they're basically trying to force the fans into doing the uh, the electronic tickets. Yeah. and stuff. Get people used to doing that, and they're also requiring fans wear a mask. Well, yeah, yeah and you have to provide. So I was at this uh, uh, vaccine status or negative test within 72 hours so i was at this uh, the convocation
0: last night which is why i couldn't go to bell biv devoe it was in the dome for the uh it was for the entire freshman class it was for the sophomore class as well if they wanted to go because they didn't get a convocation last year it was for families so same type of deal uh had to provide vaccination status um, they did had to, had to wear a mask. Yeah, so we had to, it was the same thing. You had to pre-register if you, you know had a vaccination. So I actually went up on campus a couple of days ago, pre-registered, got my bracelet. But if you didn't uh, provide your vaccination status or if you're not vaccinated, you had to have a test done and then masks as soon as you walk in the door. Um, and that is, you know, that's the policy on campus right now. So it, it would be difficult for Syracuse University to say okay that's the policy on campus except for on you know Saturdays yeah, when, when there's a game you know yeah, when
1: we're jamming 30, right when there's more people in, right, yeah.
0: right when there's more people in the dome
1: so um so
0: I get why they're doing it
1: and it, you know, it, appears it makes that's sense it's going to be the status for the you know do you read into that that that's going to be the status for games would you assume that? so I, in my conversations talking with some people behind the scenes
0: uh that is my understanding that. um that right now it sounds like they're not going to limit the number of fans that it's you know full capacity uh allowed but my understanding is it will be masks um regardless of vaccination status interesting but, which i again i I, th- I think
1: you almost have to do that right and the uh other thing i like I, that's I w- the policy on campus yeah i went to that Mets game earlier in the year and they had they checked vaccination and stuff and they they had Non vaccinated sections. Right. Which was strange to me. And I don't know if they'll end up doing something like that, but it's going to be and an that's outdoor and thank, facility. Yeah, and thank goodness they got air conditioning now, right? You know so how, I
0: was going to point that out is how that,
1: hot it would be with a mask in there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so that, that actually came. Like Kent Silver addressed all the students last night. And that was one of the things he brought up is that you know he said I'm, I'm wearing like you know 30 pounds of like robe and like and you know, all the, all this material on me and he said you know this is the first convocation we've done with air conditioning. It was it was pleasant in there. Nice. And, uh, you that's know, a good thing. We've been in there plenty of times where it's not, especially you know those September games when. You know, it's 80 degrees outside, and it's like 100 degrees inside the dome. That's no longer an issue. Scoreboard looks great. I mean, the facility looks great. It was nice and cool in there. Um, but yeah, they've got to figure out the uh, they've got to figure out the mask situation. They've got a few weeks to do so. But uh, that is my understanding that there will be. Uh,
1: I I don't know how they can get around that. Yeah, maybe we'll get someone on to clear that up for us.
0: All, All right, let's a take a timeout. Uh, we've got Kevin Wall from News Magician set to join us on the other side as we continue the SU football talk right after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Loving the bump backs today. Stephen Fonsi, Pauly Sebelia with you up until 2 o'clock. Phone lines open for the next 20 minutes or so at 315-437-7644. And then we've got uh, back-to-back guests at 1.15 and one thirty,
1: so if you want to chime in, uh, now would be the time to do so. If you also like to chime in, you could go to QSportsTalk.com, set it properly that time, uh, and you can uh, watch our show and interact via chat. Uh, you also have an opportunity now, right now, for the next month, to subscribe using your Amazon prime account which makes it free for you and you'll get a q sports talk t-shirt steve that's right and also starting monday we have a dino baber's show that airs at noon on twitch only and it's exclusive And if you're a subscriber you get to ask the questions i think that's awesome you're think basically I, you're basically the host of the show i think that's awesome so it'll, what a great it'll be like a Zoom every Monday with Dino Babers in our Q Sports Talk family.
0: So again, the way this is going to work is that on Mondays, our the first half hour of our show will air on radio only. Mm-hmm. They'll do uh, the the Dino special show on Twitch, and then we'll switch over and uh, Twitch viewers will, will join us
1: uh, beginning at 1230. Correct, Steve. You've nailed it. Hopefully it was as easier for the listeners to figure that out as it was for you. All right. Well, uh, I mean, what a great idea. So okay. subscribe, and you can uh, talk to Dino Babers after and you can they talk beat Ohio. After they beat Ohio? Yes. By three touchdowns? Yes. Give the man his due after they beat Ohio like they're supposed to. I'm glad we're talking with, uh, so we've got Ryan
0: Kramer on at 1.30, um, sports wagering expert uh, from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I, I want to get some insight from Ryan in, into
1: this line with that because I I, I I can't figure it out either, Steve. Yeah, um, I don't know. I you know maybe I, we're just looking at it from a Syracuse perspective. I think and that's there's a some problem. Yeah, I think that, and we don't really gra- I like grasp how that Ohio might actually be pretty good. I, and I don't know that you need to be pretty good if you're beating a team that was one and ten the year before. Right at home. Yeah, you're at home. It's your opener.
0: Um, you know, they have a new head coach. Remember, um, Frank Solich stepping down for health reasons. Tim Alban has taken over there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I would love to, to, to get the backstory on, on how, on how it's essentially a pick'em. I've seen the line in some places has it as a pick'em. I know SU opened as a one-point favorite. It's gone the other direction. A lot of places have Ohio as a one-point favorite now. Um, but Vegas thinks this is going to be a tight game. Um.
1: I want it to be Which over by the end of the me. end of the half.
0: I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be that. I don't. I do, Steve. You I'm, think
1: it's gonna be over? I've got a over. good feeling. I mean, over by the end of the half is like a four touchdown. Sprint. I don't mean to steal it from the black eyed peas, but I got a feeling, Steve. All right, that day is going to be a good day. Okay. Just trying to make it. uh Learnable for the kids, is how I am describing the game there too. Using my very hip and current black eyed peas. Did you
0: feel hip last night?
1: No, I didn't. I felt my <laughs> hip break last night. I I'm very 2008, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, I got
0: you. Um, all right, let's uh, let's take a time out here. We're up against the the top of the hour. Uh, so hour number one in the books. We'll kick off hour number two of the show right after this on ESPN Radio.
2: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com.
0: Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. New edition makes good bumps. I, I'm loving it today. I kind of feel like just not talking and just like letting it letting it
1: ride here a little bit.
0: You love her? What?
1: Sorry. I ruined this song. <laughs> they played that last night? No. No? Disappointing. They did any heartbreak, I believe. At least a line from it. I feel like I want... G- give me one more. Give me one more new edition song here. Uh You want one more right now? Yeah, right now. Oh, man. You're putting me on the spot. I did. Thank hey. This is after they booted Johnny or Bobby Brown, and they got Johnny Gillen. Can you stand the rain? This is my makeout jam. Now they, they were never together, right?
0: No, Johnny, Johnny Gill, Gill replaced Bo- Bobby Brown. Right, that's what I thought. Okay, but when they but when they do the thing in Vegas,
1: they re- yes, they're all there. It's all yeah. Okay, interesting. Does that rub you the right way, Steve? Yeah, it does. As a matter of fact,
0: my like, Johnny, I'm
1: in, I'm in favor of that. Johnny Gill joke for you. Yeah, there you go.
0: Um all right let's get to uh let's get to Dino Babers from from Packer and Durham this morning. Um we already touched on it but let's let's hear the actual audio of Dino discussing the quarterback decision and when he might announce who his starting quarterback is.
2: But sometimes things just need to happen at at the right time and sometimes you don't need to put all that stuff out there. The the questions can be asked. That's part of your guys job and I respect you guys for doing that. But the sometimes the answer needs to be, you know, 7.30 or 8 o'clock on some Saturday night in Athens, Ohio.
1: That's a half hour after the game starts. That's, <laughs> that's big trouble. Uh,
2: so there you go. I
0: mean, the, again, he, as I said at the top of the show, he said it without saying it, that yeah. this is going right up until kickoff. Um, I, I com- entirely expect that, completely expect it, that he's going to keep this under wraps until game day. I mean, why why Throw it out there, and I know we we look at it a little bit differently, but you know whether they need a competitive advantage over Ohio or not, um, you might as well. I mean, you might as well keep it under wraps. And you know the other thing is we we've we've talked about this briefly too. Let's say Tommy is the starter, and let's say Tommy is you know has separated himself the way that guys are transferring in and out of not just pro you know not just the Syracuse program, but a- across college athletics. Um, you, you want to keep the backup engaged, interested, competing. So they're so they're just using a. I'm not. I'm not saying
1: that, but not I think going back to old the eight like old songs from the early 2000s, But they gotta use their poker face. I'm saying to that, keep one kid from transferring. It out. I mean, but it's not about
0: one kid. I'm just saying there are a lot of reasons like why throw it out there. That's why. That's all I'm saying is that why throw it out there? Because in other positions, multiple guys play. Right, the quarterback is generally the one position where you either have the job or you don't have the job. So if you can, you know, keep this quarterback thing. I'm if, not. And I'm not saying that's if what's they're happening. They're bluffing to keep someone
1: from transferring. Yeah. I'm not saying that's, <laughs> that's what's sweet. happening.
0: I'm not saying that's what's happening. But what I'm saying is, like, it. You know, may, maybe. You know, you you want to keep him engaged. Certainly, right. you want to keep him part of the program. Maybe he doesn't know the playbook Even the if way that he needs transfer to know
1: it. Option, you want to keep this the yeah, backup right. quarterback engaged. Yeah. So
0: I'm just saying, there's a lot of reasons to to keep it quiet for as long as you can. Um and, you know, and, and Dino's kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, we're going to see both guys, you know, it sounds like reading between the lines for a few games. Um, you know, he he thinks they, you know, he thinks Garrett Schrader deserves reps.
1: And, and so, again, how many reps that, that ends up being, I don't know. I think it's important, too, and hopefully they're in a position to do that. You know, because, what, I mean, you can count the number of years Syracuse has had a starting quarterback play in every game. uh on one hand, almost, you know, so you, you want them both to get reps. You just don't want it to be crowbarred or slowing down the progress of another. You don't want it to be counterproductive as we talked about.
0: Um, All right. Speaking of the quarterbacks, let's get one more in from Dino on on what he's seen from that position at training camp. How have they looked in fall camp? I mean, how would you address, you know what? We got two guys who know we can win with.
2: You know what? I, I think that both of them have something that they're better at than the other guy. And we got to get them on we got to get them on the field and, and see how it's going to all cook with everyone else but'm I'm, I'm excited that I want to see both of them but mm-hmm. uh, I think some of this has been misled I mean you know we're out there to win games and I mean it's not intramurals. I mean the guy that is playing really well is going to be the guy that plays mm-hmm. and uh, you know the guys will we can will continue to let people develop if we're not sure about things but hopefully before this is all said and done we'll have uh, either one or two really good quarterbacks competing with each other to become one.
0: I like that. It's not, not intramurals. Uh, They're, they're in the business of winning games. Um, You know, we talked about that during the college basketball season, right? That it's, um, you know, when people were up in arms about, you know, Kadari needs to play more. Jesse Edwards needs to play. You know, the coaches are doing what they're they're trying to win games. Uh, This isn't about, you know, Fans and I want to make sure this guy gets more play. Right. You
1: know they they're doing what? Yes, they're going to play. They're going to play the guys games to win, win. the game. Yeah, right. and,
0: You know Dino's doing the and same, and
1: it thing. shouldn't be a hard concept for people to grasp.
0: Yeah, I mean their their jobs are on the line. Right, I mean, Dino's job is on the line, um, and he knows that, and he he's he's out there to win games. Um, all right, let's. How about the the first opponent? Here's Dino uh, when asked about Ohio.
2: You know, uh, I've had, I've got experience in that league, and I've got a lot of experience with Ohio. And I, and I wish, I wish Frank the best. Frank and I go way back, and I have nothing but utmost respect for him. And I'm sure he'll be at that game, and the guys will be playing really hard. You know, not only for the new head coach, but for Frank as well to put one on us. But uh, this is not, uh, this is not. For some reason, it seems like when we play at MAC school, they're supposed to win their side of the conference or something. Like that. This is a <laughs> yeah. really good MAC team. Uh, the head, the head coach. It was the old offensive coordinator. He's been there. He knows his players. The defensive coordinator did not change. He's been there. The system has been inbreded for a long period of time, and that program is well. So uh, we're going on the road. We're playing a team, and you know when this is going to be a big time game. It's not an easy game. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a, Obviously, we're not even favored in the game. Now we feel good about going down there, and we feel good about. You know who we're going against, but this is going to be difficult, and uh, hopefully, and we're going to have to play well if we're going to have an opportunity to win.
0: Yeah, so we've we've brought up the coaching change a few times uh, on the show, and I do think that it it is important to point out as Dino did. That this is not like they went outside the program and brought somebody else in a month ago. This is a guy who had been with the program. That when Frank Solich stepped down, uh, he was promoted to head coach, and so obviously the players are familiar with him. And it's you know certainly different being a coordinator uh, to becoming the head coach. Um, but they' you know, you know the Ohio guys are going to be playing with emotion. Both sides are going to be playing with emotion, but the Ohio guys, you know, will have that added emotion of you know playing for their their former head coach who's no longer there because of health reasons. Um, you know, that is something that, that you got to keep in mind as well. But, um, you know, Dino's no stranger to that conference. He knows that they have the ability there to to beat Power 5 schools uh, on any given night. And, um, and again, Vegas thinks this is going to be a, a, a very close game. Um, and so I think we should expect the same. I know you said you want it to be over by halftime. And people I, like I don't
1: me, think it's going to be over by half. And people like me want Syracuse to prove that they're better than Maction. Yeah, whether it's the best team in the MAC or the worst team in the MAC, I don't the, think that's too much to and ask. You know, and it's it's funny to say it's a statement game that Syracuse is better than these teams. Yeah,
0: I, I agree with you. It is a statement game. Um, this this game will make a statement one way or the other. Yes, right. It really will. Uh, let's get one more in because I know we we're we're up against the clock here a little bit. Um, but uh, you know we we talked about chemistry and leadership on the show yesterday, and that's something Dino has been high on since he got here. He's he's especially high on uh, with this particular team about the leadership and the chemistry. Um, it, this came up on the show. I haven't heard the the quote yet, but um, I'm told it's a, a really good comment about Michael Jones and the leadership that that he in particular is bringing to this team.
2: You know, as good as everyone else is, Mikhail is the quarterback of that defense, and he. I can still remember there was, and I'm not going to give you a name. There was an incident that happened um, last year, really, really early, with one of our young people, and uh, you know, a coach, maybe the one looking at you, got after him a little bit, <laughs> and I, and his response was his response. And I can still remember that young man maybe thinking about doing the wrong thing, and Mikhail had his arm around him and, and talked to him and, and, and talked to him and talked to him, and next, you know, four or five minutes later, that guy was back in there, and he was doing good, not bad. He was doing right, not wrong. And I'm not going to tell you who that guy is, but he ended up playing a whole bunch of games, and I'm super fired up, and we're super excited about what he can do this year. That's the stuff that leaders do, and that's, how, that's mm. what Mikhail Jones is.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you, yeah. you need guys like that on your team, right? You need guys like that on your team to keep everybody in line, keep everybody in order. And that, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to have time to get to the, the comment about the super seniors, but that's, I, I would assume that, you know, those two things fall hand in hand. You need, you know, the fifth and sixth year guys on this team. You need, you know, the Michael Joneses of the world to to have the younger players fall in line, to set the tone,
1: set the example for everybody else. And I do think this particular team has that. Yeah. And can I. Give you a scalding hat take sure before we get out. It's not called super seniors yet; they're six year seniors. You earned super. Yeah, Yeah. You know? show us your super yes, statement yes, game against yes, Ohio. right. Show us your yes. super. I'll against call you Ohio. super when you're super.
0: Yeah, well they they're using that term because they're, they're throwing like Chris Elmore in there as well. who's a fifth year guy. Um, but it's the, it's basically the guys who would have run out of eligibility if not for the NCAA giving them a year Our back. Extended, so
1: the, they're the extended seniors right <laughs> now. I'll call them super when they earn it. All right, that's you fair. you don't get a cape without earning it. That's fair. All right, all right. Uh, we do have to take a timeout. Uh, we've got Pat McKenna, senior
0: director of communications for the Saratoga Race Course. He's set to join us on the other side, and then Ryan Kramer to talk some sports gambling coming up at one thirty. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.